What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode four of Something to Think About. Man, my last episode was really successful, and I'll discuss that in a few minutes. But today, on Something to Think About, we are I'm going to be discussing uh, Money in the Bank from two nights ago. Holy cow, what a great pay-per-view. Now, I'm not going to be talking about the kickoff and all that, because the kickoff is the kickoff. I just want to focus on the main card. Alright, so let's go and get started. First match was Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Now, Daniel Bryan, ever since he came back, has been targeted by the returning Big Cass. He was targeted by the returning Big Cass. Um, so then they had a match at Backlash, which Daniel Bryan won. Big Cass tapped out. Then Big Cass came back and assaulted Daniel Bryan. But now, at Money in the Bank, but now what happened was Big Cass tapped out again to Daniel Bryan. So now that puts Daniel Bryan at two and Big Cass at nothing. So I'm thinking afterwards they need to move on, put Daniel Bryan in a different storyline and put Big Cass in another in a different storyline too. So that match I am going to give four out of five stars to. Alright, moving on. Next match, and we're just going to go in random order. Next match. The Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh my gosh. This match was great. One of the best matches on the card. In my opinion, this match was way better than last year's Money in the Bank. My goodness, what a match this was. Great high spots. Every woman had it, every woman put their body on the line just to get that Money in the Bank contract. Great match. That match easily earns a 5 out of 5 with Alexa Bliss taking home the Money in the Bank contract. Alright, now let's move on to Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Ugh. This match I could have really cared less about. I could have really, really cared less. Good lord, the match was so boring. The Chicago crowd didn't even care about the match. They were throwing out NXT chants, CM Punk chants, Rusev Day chants. Like the, they could have, they could have really cared less about the match. They could have really, really cared less. But Roman Reigns comes in with the ups, with the win. The W with, uh, for Roman Reigns gets him the victory. I give that match three out of five stars. All right. Moving on to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. And, oh my god, this match was a complete disaster. I'll discuss that when I get down onto the line. The match, when it first started, was great. And like I said, we're not going to go into any specific order. The match, first off, was great. It was a great match. But then, at the end of the match, you have someone dressed as Asuka come out of the crowd, stand on the apron... And next thing you know, it's James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth comes back and costs Asuka the title. Carmella retains the title with a poorly executed super kick. What does James Ellsworth have to offer? I mean, seriously. What does he have to offer to the WWE? Like, why bring him back just to be Carmella's manager? Like, he had him booked to beat AJ Styles three times. 
This man has no credentials, nothing for the WWE. So unfortunately, the Carmella versus Asuka match gets a two out of five stars. Now, let's move on to the Intercontinental title match. Seth Rollins versus Elias. Now, it all started when Seth Rollins inter- interrupted Elias's concert three weeks ago. Or now it's four weeks ago. He interrupted it. They had a match. In my opinion, it was one of the best matches on the card, in my opinion. One of my favorite matches. Seth Rollins gets the win over Elias. Hard hitting. It was a great match. And Rollins retains the title because he held Elias' tight. So that could be a potential heel turn for them later on and down the road. So overall, match is good. I give it three and a half stars. Okay. Now, let's get to the best match on the card. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Last man standing for the WWE Championship. This match was great. This was one of the best matches AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura had besides the WrestleMania match. This was great. I mean, weapons were brought out. A lot of stuff happened in this match. But as soon as the referee almost got to the count of 10, Styles would keep getting up. Nakamura would keep getting up. This match had it all. Then they were. Then the last spot was. They were outside, and Nakamura said, "Banzai!" Next thing you know, he gets hit with a low blow. Styles jumps off the ropes with a phenomenal forearm through the announcer's desk. Shinsuke Nakamura cannot respond to the count of ten. This match was the best match on the card. Period. This match easily gets a five out of five stars. That match easily gets a 5 out of 5 stars. Go back to the network and watch that match. It was mind-blowing. Now, to the Raw Women's Championship match. Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax. And oh my god. This match was really good. Ended in a disaster just like a Carmella match. This match had it all. Hard-hitting action. Rousey held her own. Against Nia Jax. But then as soon as Rousey comes goes in for the arm bar. Alexa Blitz comes in. Hits Rousey with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Jax gets disqualified. Ronda wins the matchup via disqualification. Then Alexa Bliss comes in. Beats up Nia Jax with her Money in the Bank briefcase. Takes out Rousey. Cashes it in. And beats Jax for her title. Oh my god. So therefore that makes... Alexa Bliss the third person to successfully cash in the Money in the Bank briefcase successfully with the other two being Kane and Dean Ambrose. Overall, this match had it all, but it was ruined by Alexa Bliss. So in my opinion, one and a half stars for that match. Okay, now, let's get on to the final match of the night. The Men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh my goodness, this match was pure epicness. Possibly one of the best matches um, on Money in the Bank. But everyone was just going after Braun Strowman. Everybody, everybody, everybody. They were piling ladders on Strowman. Miz at one point almost had the Money in the Bank briefcase. 
And by the way, if the Miz won the Money in the Bank, oh god, this pay, this pay per view would have definitely gotten a bad rating. But he goes up, tries to get the briefcase, but everyone just beated him up, like it was so crazy. Then Strowman comes back from the pile of ladders, grabs the ladder from Finn from Finn Balor. Then Samoa Joe and Rusev come, beat him up, lay him on the table. Owens is like 15 feet above the ladder. Strowman knocks Rusev and Joe out, climbs up the ladder, says something to Owens. Next thing you know, Owens gets thrown off the ladder through tables, and he's automatically out of the match. Next thing you know, Strowman's back up. Uh, a lot of mean streak going on. He's on a, definitely he's on a really big mean streak. Takes out everyone in his path, including the Miz. This match had it all. Then Kofi Kingston jumps on Strowman's back. Strowman throws Kingston off the ladder. He climbs up, gets the money in the big briefcase, and wins the entire and wins the match. That match definitely earns a five out of five stars. So now I'm gonna t- now we're gonna get to the point where I'm gonna say which matches were watchable and which ones were not watchable, depending on the star rating. The Daniel Bryan match was watchable. The Women's Money in the Bank was definitely watchable. The Intercontinental Title match was definitely watchable. The the SmackDown Women's Championship was totally not watchable. Do not watch the match. The Last Man Standing match was was definitely watchable. The the women's the Raw Women's Title match was not watchable. And the Men's Money in the Bank match was possibly the best match on the card besides the Last Man Standing match. So that match is definitely watchable. Now, to the final rating. The final rating for Money in the Bank 2018. Well, because of those two matches sucking, I was going to give it a 6 out of 10. But Debbie, but Money in the Bank for 2018 somehow escapes with an 9, no, not 9, an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 for Money in the Bank. Wow. It barely escapes an 8 out of 10. It barely escaped. It escapes with an 8 out of 10. And I'll give it a a must-watch seal of approval just for two matches, just for some of the card. If, now, take into effect, if Asuka won the SmackDown Women's title and Rousey won the Raw Women's title, the pay-per-view could have ended at possibly a 9 out of 10, maybe a 9... Nine and a half out of ten. But no, it scores an eight out of ten because those two matches, those two women's championship matches were lackluster. Alright, so that'll do it for this podcast. But before I get out of here, um, just want to say thank you guys so much for checking out my previous podcast, episode three, What Happened to WWE. And I have some huge news to announce for to, to you guys. That podcast is now available on Pocket Casts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. That's got to be one of the most successful podcasts I've done. And hopefully this one will be just as successful. So I thank you all for tuning in, and I'll catch you guys this Friday with a very special podcast. It's still going to be called something to think about, but it's going to be rambling. 
So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you guys in the next one. I'm out of here. Game over.